Hello, everyone. My name is Linda Killian. I'm a teaching pastor at New Covenant Christian Church in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, and you are listening to Inspire. Today, we begin podcast number five of this series called Plans. It's the life of Joseph, and we're getting ready to go into the prison with him. When we left our story last, Potiphar's wife had accused Joseph of assaulting her, and Joseph has been thrown into Pharaoh's prison. So let's get started in today's story. Joseph may be in prison, but the Lord is with him and has given him great favor with the warden. The warden puts him in charge of all those who are being held in prison and puts him in responsibility for all that was being done there. The warden didn't even pay any attention to anything under Joseph's care because he knew the Lord was with him and he had success in whatever he did. In the course of time, Pharaoh's baker and cupbearer have made Pharaoh angry, so he throws them both into prison, and it's Joseph's job to tend to their needs. Some time has gone by, and one night they both have dreams. The next day, Joseph could see that they were troubled, so he asked them, what's wrong? They said, we both had dreams in the night, but we have no one to interpret them. Joseph said, tell me your dream, and I will see if the Lord will reveal your dream to me. So the chief cupbearer started out by saying, In my dream, I saw a vine in front of me, and on it were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and I squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup and put the cup in Pharaoh's hand. Joseph said, This is what this means. Three days are three branches. Within three days, Pharaoh will restore you to your position, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand, just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But I'm asking you this. When you're back in your place, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I have done nothing to deserve to be in prison. And I want us to see right there, Joseph is trying to work out his situation, just like we do when we think God is too slow, or He's busy, or He's forgotten us. We come up with a plan of our own. They usually don't work out, and more than not, they get us into more trouble. So when the baker Here's Joseph gives a favorable interpretation to the cupbearer. He says, well, I too had a dream, and on my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all types of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. Joseph says, this is the meaning of yours. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head and impale your body on a pole, and the birds will eat away at your flesh. Three days later, it was Pharaoh's birthday. He gave a big feast for all of his officials, and he brought out of prison the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and he placed them in the presence of his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he impaled the chief baker just as Joseph has said in his dream. The chief cupbearer, however, 
did not remember Joseph. In fact, he forgot him. And what I want us to see right there is when we try and make our own plans and it's not God's plan, it's not going to go the way that we thought. It wasn't time for Joseph to meet Pharaoh. Had he met Pharaoh then, the best it would ever be, Joseph would be sent back home. But God wants to give Joseph more than he could ever ask or think. And Joseph would be selling his future short and being ripped off if it was his own plan. Two years later, Pharaoh has a dream. He calls all of his magicians and he tells them his dream, but none of them can give an interpretation of it. As the cupbearer is standing there, then he remembers Joseph. He tells Pharaoh, there is a man in prison that interpreted my dream and the baker's dream. The dreams came to pass exactly as he said. I was restored to my position and the baker's head was taken off. At that moment, Pharaoh sends for Joseph. And I can only imagine what Joseph thought at that moment, because this is his moment. So he bathed, shaved, put on clean clothes, and presented himself to Pharaoh, and I'm sure his heart pounding. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it. But I've heard it said, that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. And Joseph says to Pharaoh, I cannot do it, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Now right there, I had to stop and think about that. It's 13 years since Joseph was thrown in a pit by his brothers. This is Joseph's chance, finally in front of Pharaoh, and the first thing Joseph does is make sure Pharaoh knows it's not me that interprets dreams. Joseph is boldly speaking about his God. And why that's risky is because the Pharaohs believed they were gods themselves. But Joseph is going to honor God. And even if it meant Pharaoh throwing him back into prison, he was going to honor God. This was a test for Joseph. You can't have promotion without a test. And Joseph is so close to being possibly freed from prison, but he's not going to dishonor his God. And let me tell you, the seed to access is honor. If you want access to someone, honor them and make it your practice and make it your routine to do so daily. Okay, back to our story. Then Pharaoh says to Joseph, in my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile, when out of the river there came up seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed among the reeds. After then, seven other cows came up, scrawny, very ugly, and lean. I've never seen such ugly cows in all of Egypt. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows that came up first. But even after they ate them, no one could tell that they had done so. They looked just as ugly as before, and then I woke up. Then I had another dream. In my dream, I saw seven heads of grain, full and good, growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads sprouted, 
withered and thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads. I told all of this to my magicians, but none of them could explain what this means. Then Joseph says to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he's about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It's one and the same dream. The seven lean cows, the seven ugly cows that came up after are seven years, and so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. God has shown Pharaoh what he's about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt, but seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance of Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will ravage the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because the famine that follows will be so severe. The two reasons the dreams were given to you in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God, and God will do it soon. Pharaoh looks to his right and to his left at all his officials that are standing there. And then he looks back at Joseph and he said, who better to organize all of this than Joseph? In a split second, Joseph, Pharaoh puts the ring on Joseph's finger and then he takes him out in his carriage, parades him around all over town and tells everyone, this man, when he speaks, he speaks as me. Pharaoh tells Joseph, the only one over you is me. Can you imagine? Joseph, in probably in the course of an hour, if that much, has gone from the prison to the palace, and now he's in charge of everything. Can you see right there why Joseph's training was so severe, so precise, and so on point? Joseph was being prepared every step of the way. The pit experience showed him his pride. It needed not only to be seen by him, but worked out of him. Potiphar's house gave him the skills he was going to need in the fields, how to sow, how to reap, how to store up, how to build storehouses, and how to delegate, and how to direct people. The prison experience was his last place of training. Record-keeping and distribution was also with a class of servants who knew protocol in front of Pharaoh. I'm sure their stories gave Joseph insight to the etiquette he would need to know if he ever got the chance to be in front of Pharaoh and in the palace. And just like us, we have plans in our minds, thoughts of how we think things will turn out. But I'm telling you, there is no way Joseph ever thought this. He was just hoping to get back home. But actually, God was going to bring home to him. We've got to end here today but we've got an exciting final session six coming up. The famine is close to an end. Joseph is handing out grain, and guess who shows up? That's right, those evil brothers of his. I hope you'll join me next time when we find out what Joseph does when he sees the ones who were so cruel to him. So until our next session, I want you to remember, 
that God is absolutely crazy about you. And I'll see you back here next time on Inspire.